0: All right. Hey there, guys. I am excited to record this podcast episode for you. We are going to be talking all about anxious thoughts and things that may be out of your control that you might just need some reminders of kind of how to get back on track. Um, If you're anything like me, you've got a lot going on in your life and your work, especially now that the world is opening up again after the pandemic and things are just speeding up. You know, there might be some things that might feel like you know, aftershocks or um, things that you might still be dealing with that um, came with the pandemic, whether it's health, whether it's things with business, whether it's things with um, your life, anything that's really going on in your life, there might be some things that you are having to deal with, that you're having to think through. And so this is just an episode all about that. I have six tips for you today. Um, We've also got a lot coming up this year, right? So you've got school that's going to start again soon and your kids may have gone Back to school this past year, but they may not have. Um, you've got sports opening up and events that are happening, and so much more. Um, they can feel overwhelming, and a lot of times, especially if you are still on the smaller side of your staff after the pandemic and having to furlough people and things like that, um, you know, it might be really stressful. Um, I want you to know that right away. I completely understand. I see you. I get anxious quite often. There are a lot of things that I'm having to deal with as well in my personal life, in my business life, as a parent, um, all things. And so I'm right here with you. I am here to share a little bit about how I'm getting through this anxious season and Um, Really this anxiety-ridden world that we live in right now, and perhaps you can apply some of the same practices I'm going to talk to you about today in your daily life um, in all areas of your life. So grab a chair, um, grab a coffee, pen, notebook, anything that you need to do to kind of remember this. At the end of the episode, I'm going to remind you, but this might be an episode that you bookmark and you want to come back to. I know for myself, I am going to bookmark this and I'm going to come back and listen to what I'm about to talk to you about because I know that I'm going to need this in the future. Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients, the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. So let's start out with some tips. Um, I've got six tips that I'm going to walk you through today. And again, this is for anyone who has any anxious thoughts. You might have anxious thoughts when it comes to your work. You might have anxious thoughts when it comes to um, your personal life as a parent and the responsibility that you have there, um, as a partner to someone in life, as um, a daughter or a son of someone who you might be having to be um, a caretaker for someone. There is a lot that we all have to do, right? So I'm going to share with you six different tips with some tactical things that you can do in each of them. So you ready? Let's get into tip number one. Um, I want you to find a space, a physical space that you can unwind and feel whatever you need to feel what do I mean by this? Um, If you need to feel happy and excited and just super giddy, if you need to feel um, mad and frustrated and angry about something, because let's be honest, there's some things that might make us angry. If you need to feel overwhelmed and anxious and um, stressed about something, and it's valid that you need to feel those feelings, I want you to find a space at the most common places that you spend your time at. So for me, that's my office and my home. And so I want you to find some space wherever you spend the most of your time that you can go into that space. You can feel those emotions. You can feel those things, the emotions that might come out of those um, and whatever you need to feel with two things in mind. One, you're not going to be judged by anyone else because you're alone in that space. And two, I want you to give yourself the space to not judge yourself for your feelings as well. There are certainly times that we're going to be super happy. and We're super excited. We might just want to jump up and down. If you need to feel happy and excited, there's going to be certain emotions that you might feel judged by if you are with other people. And so if you need to feel those things, find a space that you can do that. Um, a lot of times when we're mad, and we're angry, we're frustrated, and there's certain things that just piss us off because it's life. Things are going to happen that are going to make you mad. Um, and it's okay to feel those. It's human to feel those feelings. And you might get so mad you want to punch a wall, or you might get so mad that you know you want to uh, stomp up and down. You might be so mad that you just want to cry. You might be so mad that You just want to scream at the top of your lungs. There are things that happen when we get mad and we get frustrated. And a lot of times we don't want other people to see those feelings, right? We don't want someone to see us um, getting so angry that, you know, a vein pops out in your head because you're so mad. So find a space that you can feel those feelings and not feel judged by anyone else and especially not feel judged by your own self. All right, you might also feel overwhelmed. You might feel stressed. You might feel anxious. Those are very normal things in a world like today. Um, at my church, we've been going through the Sermon on the Mount. And in Matthew 6, it actually talks about anxious thoughts. And my pastor, he was saying, he was giving some stats um, about anxiety. And he said in 2018, so two or three years ago now, in 2018, the, they did a survey I was not a part of this survey. I don't remember taking a survey, but there was a survey in the US and it asked people on an average day, day to day, how often do you feel stressed for the majority of your day? And so let's say um, more than 50% of your day is filled with anxiety. What percent of America um, feels that? And the stat was about 40 to 50% of Americans feel stressed for the majority of their day. They did the uh, report again in 2019, pre-pandemic, and the stat was higher. It was 50 to 60% of Americans feel stressed for the majority of their day on average. That was before the pandemic hit. That was before families were split apart. That was before businesses were lost or under extreme stress. That was before um, sickness and um, things that were happening in our lives destroyed moments and destroyed people in our lives. So they did the survey again in 2020 and in 2021. The numbers went from three years ago being 40 to 50 percent, then two years ago being 50 to 60 percent to now being 80 to 90% of Americans feel stressed or under anxiety for the majority of their days. That's a lot. That's a big jump. And so I'm going to guess that somebody here listening to this episode or watching it on YouTube is stressed. Guarantee it. I guarantee that 90% of the people that are watching this or listening to this are stressed or overwhelmed or filled with anxiety. So that's why it's so important that we're talking about this. That's why it's so important that I'm asking you for tip number one to find a space that you can feel these emotions because we need to feel the emotions to move past them. I'm going to give you five more tips. So don't feel like this is the only one. Don't uh, check out now. For me, I'm going to give you real time examples. For me, at my house, my closet is my safe space. My closet is the space where I can go and cry and be mad, and be excited, and all the things, all the emotions that I need to feel is in my closet. Here at my office, my car is my safe space. I can go out to my car in my parking lot, or I can go drive around for a few minutes, and just relax. Just feel the things. Just do whatever I need to do to get out of that moment and into the next. Um, So pick a spot at your work. Pick a spot at at your house or wherever you live, to feel those emotions without judging yourself or anyone else judging you because we need it. Okay, so that's tip number one. Tip number two is I want you to separate the times in the things that stress you out. What do I mean by that? If you know that a specific email or call or message is going to be coming in and it's going to stress you out, then i want you to figure out what time of day or time of the week that you want to have that conversation or open up that email or um, see that message come through where you're going to have the most courage and you're going to be in the healthiest state to receive that information now of course there's going to be times where we might not be able to put ourselves in a courageous situation or in um, a headspace that we can actually feel these things um but for the majority of the time, we know that we're going to get a call or we know that we might have to step into a space where um, we know we're going to be stressed or we know we're going to be upset about something. And so if you know that's coming, you can prep for it and you can get yourself into a space that you can understand and feel those things. It's going to be a lot easier to get out of that than being, uh, you know, surprised right away. So if you know, like for example, if you have to uh, talk to an upset client or vendor, maybe it's a legal situation that you're dealing with. You have to talk to your attorney, whatever it is, whatever it is, maybe you have to discipline your kid for something that they did wrong, whatever it is that might stress you out or give you anxiety, figure out what space and what uh, feeling you need to be in before you enter into that. So for example, do you need to eat something? to be able to have that conversation? Do you need to have your morning coffee or for some of us our afternoon coffee? Do you need to deal with that situation after the kids go to bed or before the kids wake up for uh, the day? What space do you need to prep for in your life to be able to come across these circumstances that you have to deal with? They're inevitable. You're gonna have to deal with upset clients or vendors. You're gonna have to deal with certain things in your life that you don't really want to, but you have to. And so how can you put yourself in a position that um, is most healthy for you to step into that um, prep for those times? I have another tip that goes along with tip number two, call it like 2A. <laughs> I've done this on my phone, on my Spotify playlist. It's private, so you can't actually go see it. But on my Spotify playlist, I have two different playlists that I need to play In order to be in this situation or get out of a stressful situation, okay? So I'm going to challenge you to do the same. I'm going to challenge you to make two different playlists, and I want you to make them private because I want you to be able to really put whatever you want on there without someone going to your playlist and saying like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that she has that song or he has that song on that playlist. That's inappropriate or that's, you know, whatever they want to say. So the first playlist that I want you to put together that's private is something that will change your mood immediately from being stressed or mad or anxiety ridden to happy. Like what are the songs that you need to hear and you need to sing at the top of your lungs or you need to sit and let it wash over you? What are the songs that you need to have in your life to get you from this stressed situation or these um, mad thoughts or angry thoughts to a happy and a joyful and a Um, productive type of mentality. So that's your first playlist. Um, That's usually going to be your post um, dealing with something stressful playlist. And then the second one that I want you to make is songs that you just need to get that anger out and you need to move on from them. These could be things like, uh, like artists like Rage Against the Machine or, um, you know, some really angry rap song or something like that. Like what songs do you need to hear for you to just uh, let it out, get those emotions out because we need to have those. There's going to be times that you're going to be mad and it's okay to feel that. For me, I go to the gym and I have a few different playlists that I'll play. So one of them might be an angry playlist that I just need to um, physically work it out by lifting really heavy weights um, or I need to just listen to these songs just to get past and get that emotion out. Because what happens when we leave these anxiety um, thoughts in and these mad thoughts in, if we leave them there and we don't deal with them, we don't move past them, we don't move through them, they're going to build up. And the next time something makes you mad or makes you stressed out, it's going to be even more so than if you were to deal with the thoughts, deal with the things, and then move on and move through them. So that's tip number two, find space and time and um, situations that you can deal with at a later time or a later date. And then what do you need to do in your life to be able to really step into those situations and move through them efficiently and, and healthy? So as a small business owner, email marketing is something that is highly important. And I've talked about it plenty of times. Flowdesk has made my life and business so much better through their amazing templates, analytics, and ability to map out workflows from different audiences. I love using their platform for each side of my business. And I know you will too. Check out Flowdesk by going to rendereducateco backslash Flowdesk. Okay. This is probably my favorite tip. Um, it's super tangible, super easy, yet super hard. Um, I'm going to just come out and say it. Turn off all your notifications on your phone and your computer. If you get notifications on your computer, turn them off. Turn all the notifications off. Turn off the Instagram notifications, Facebook, Messenger, um, Slack, uh, email, gosh, any app, any social media app, any work app, anything that is on your phone, turn off the notifications. Turn them off. Yep. I said it and Apple would probably really kind of hate me for this. They might even block this episode for me. I don't know. Um, because they thrive on you looking at your phone. They thrive on you getting these notifications and picking up your phone and turning it on. It's how they make money. But seriously, I want you to try it. Just try it. Go to the settings in your phone, go to notifications and turn off all the notifications. The only notifications that I have come to my phone are text messages and phone calls. And I will even say that I've muted notifications for certain um, people um, that could text me at any point because I know that that's going to cause me stress. And so I'm going to challenge you to turn off all your notifications. It will give you so much peace. It will give you so much uh, more clarity in your life. Certainly, there's going to be times that you need to have notifications on Because of timeliness or uh, maybe because of your job or certain things like that. But how can you build in really some freedom from your phone? Freedom from getting notified from every little thing there is. I did this about two years ago. And I started off small. I started off slow. Um, I started with my email. I didn't get notified by my email at all for the last two years. Then I took it to social media. Then I took it to other apps. And so I literally have only phone calls and text messages from most people. There's a handful that I don't have notifications on. Um, but anything that you know is going to stress you out, I challenge you just to try it. Even if you try it for a week or a month and then you kind of see how you feel, you uh, feel it out and see if you are, you could get more stressed by not having the notifications on, but, um, uh, Really see if you can relax and let go of the notifications coming to your phone. You might want to keep them on your computer because you work from your computer and so you might need to have those notifications, Um, you know, if your boss tells you that you need to be notified by certain things, but things like social media and um, email and things like that, you can control how often you look at those um, and you know, remove those notifications. So I challenge you to try it. If it doesn't work, you can turn it back on. If it stresses you out too much to not be notified by something, you can turn it back on. But I'm just gonna encourage you to try it, all right? So that's tip number three, turn off all your notifications on your phone. Number four, gosh, all of these are really my favorite. (laughs) I really don't have like one specific that I love the most, but number four is counseling and therapy. We can't have a conversation about anxiety and stress and really your mental health and awareness without talking about counseling and therapy. I'm a huge fan of counseling. Um, It really just helps you see things from a different perspective and look at situations from a lens that you may not have seen before, or you may not have uh, been able to ask yourself the questions that you need to be asked in order to look at something in a different way and see a different perspective. Counseling and therapy is really great. And I know one of the first thoughts that you're probably going to hear when I say counseling and therapy is the money, right? Counseling and therapy can get expensive. It really can. I have a counselor, counselor therapist um, that I pay to go see on um, every single week. And it has helped me so much. It helps me get out of postpartum depression. It helps me get out of of um, some anxious thoughts I had with some personal situations going on. It's helped me with my work. It's helped me with my job as the um, boss of this company. And I'm really going to ask you to lean in, ask you to try counseling and therapy. And like I said, the first thing that comes to your thought might be it's so expensive. And it's true. Therapy and counseling can get expensive, but perhaps you can look at it from a different perspective. There might be someone that you trust, like a best friend or a parent or um, someone that's really close to you that you can just have conversations with and ask them, hey, I'm going to talk to you about something and I really want you to counsel me on um, maybe seeing it from a different perspective. That's free. You don't have to pay for that. There might be someone at your church. Perhaps you go to a church and they have um, a care team or someone who can help come alongside you. That's free as well, typically. And so that might be an opportunity for you to talk to someone who has a different perspective and and someone who doesn't know you. They don't know kind of how you process things, they don't know certain things about you. And so that might be super great. And then, of course, there's paid professionals, there's someone that you can pay um, to go see. I encourage you to try it out. I encourage you to look at a few different people and book sessions with them and see how you like them, or maybe have a phone call consultation with them, or a Zoom call consultation with them, because you really need to like your therapist or counselor. You really need to like that person um, and be able to have good dialogue in conversation with them. So my tip number four is look at some counseling and some therapy. Again, you don't have to pay for it. It could be someone that you really trust. Um, to keep you accountable and to ask you the hard questions when you need them. All right, number five, I've talked about this before, it's journaling. Um, In fact, I talked about this in episode 62 about um, prepping for vacation. So journaling is one of my favorite things to do. I don't do it as often as I probably should. Um, But really what it means is you grab a journal and a pen, like an actual physical journal and pen, and you actually write things out. Um no one has to ever see it. You can keep it safe. You can keep it in a space that nobody knows where to get it. Um, but using a journal and just writing everything down that's stressing you out, there's something so freeing about that. There's something so freeing about being able to put your thoughts into words and on pen and paper. Um, you may have a couple journals actually. You might have one by your bed at night, or you might have one in your work bag um, or in your car. Um, if you don't have a journal and you don't want to have a journal, um, you could use voice memos on your phone, or you could just build in some time where you can talk out loud to yourself in your car, at your apartment, at your house, wherever you're at. Um, but being able to verbalize or put things on pen and paper is so important because you get it out of your brain. You get it out of your mind and you're able to actually think through things logically, um, sometimes with your heart and your mind instead of just your heart or just your mind. And so I just really encourage you to, to try out journaling. Um, the men that might be listening to this, you might think, oh, journaling is a woman thing or it's, you know, like having a diary or something. Not necessarily true. I know a lot of men that journal, and it's actually super helpful for them. And so I encourage you, whether you're a male, female, you know, non-binary, whoever you are, try journaling. Try just putting things on paper or talking out loud to yourself without anyone else around. Maybe you can go back to tip number one and go do that in your um, closet or your car or wherever you decide to go. Okay, tip number six this is our last tip for the day is take a day or a week – Um, or half a day to unwind and give yourself some self-care. If it's not a whole day, can you just fit in a half a day or maybe a few hours um, where you're by yourself and you can just uh, really pour in to yourself and uh, what you need that day or that time or that week. Um, Go back and listen to episode 62, like I mentioned earlier. It's about how I prep for vacation, and it really just has some good tips on how to really unplug doesn't necessarily have to be for a vacation. You could listen to that episode and get some of those tips just for a half day or a full day off of work that you just really need to unplug. Um, And so I want you to lean into those moments of self-care and time off. Time off from being in business and working. Time off from being a parent. Time off from um, any responsibility that you have in your life that you just need to break from. You just need to... Um, Take a minute, you need to take a day, you need to take some time just to relieve yourself of some responsibility, relieve yourself of um, some things that just stress you out, that are normal things that stress you out, but nonetheless, they do. And so can you take off some time, whether it's a few hours, half a day, full day, full week, um, that you can just unplug from life? Um, and really pour into yourself. Make a self-care checklist. I've talked about this on Clubhouse and a couple different other areas, but I would encourage you to make a list of minimum 10 things, but you can have more on there if you want to, but minimum 10 things that bring you joy. It's called a joy list. Things that are really self-care items. So make this list, It's 10 things or more, and it's little things that don't cost you money or they don't have to cost you money, that you can just do and build into your day. Um, Everyone's joy list is going to look different, right? So things that bring me joy or things that bring me happiness are going to be different from you. Things that are on my list is I love driving my car with the windows down and the music blaring. It's one of my favorite things. I just love doing it, especially on a nice, not super hot day in Texas, which is hard to come by, but um, still nonetheless. I love that. Brings me joy. Things like taking a bath. I love a good bath with a bath bomb and candles and all the things and just relaxing. Um, I love a good coffee from some of my favorite coffee shops here in Dallas. If you're here locally in Dallas, 151 Coffee is great. La, La Land Coffee is great. This is two of my favorites. Summer Moon, that's another favorite. That's if you are local in the DFW area. I'm sure they probably have the other places, but... That's on my list. There is, from La La Land, there is this really good toast that I'm going to talk about that now I'm going to want for lunch today. It's called the Avocado Queen Toast. It's so good. Just trust me. If you're here in the DFW Metroplex, go get yourself a La La Land Queen Avocado Toast. You won't regret it. But what are some things that bring you joy, bring you happiness, that you can easily attain and may cost you some money, but it may cost you no money? at all. And make that list. Make that list of things that you can do to prioritize yourself and um, give yourself some self-care and make some time for that. Okay. So I'm going to quickly go through the tips one more time so that you remind yourself. So tip number one was find a space daily that you can unwind and feel whatever you need to feel. Could be a closet or your car like it is mine. Um, Tip number two was separate the times and things that stress you out. So if you need Um, to make space for a hard conversation, then do that. Tip number three was turn off all your notifications on your phone. Just try it, guys. Just try it. See how it does for you. Tip number four is um, get into some counseling and some therapy. Super important. Tip number five is journaling. Getting those thoughts from your brain onto paper or even just talking out loud to yourself is important. And tip number Six is to find some time that you can truly unwind and give yourself some self-care, whether it's a half day, full day, a week, whatever that looks like for you. um, How can you build in some of that time for yourself? All right. I hope this episode was helpful for you. I know that I'm going to be bookmarking this episode for myself to come back to and listen um, when I need to remind myself, because let's be honest, I'm probably going to have to remind myself in a week or two um, how to get out of anxiety and stress. And so you might need to as well. So bookmark this episode, come back to it when you need it. And um, I hope you have a great day. I hope this has helped you in some way, be able to really unplug and really um, think about anxiety and the things going on in our brains and our lives that stress us out and think about it from a different perspective. All right, guys, have an awesome day and we will see you next week.